Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 320 Club podcast. Why is it called the 320 Club? Well, 420 was already taken, and happy hour is happening somewhere else. Okay, so <laughs> you may have noticed by the title that I've taken a quote from a rather famous book called The Heart of Darkness, uh, written and published in 1899 by Joseph Conrad. Our podcast has almost nothing to do with the literary work, but through the editing process, I couldn't help but notice that we shared a common theme of the slow descent into insanity. Well, at least whiskey did. You'll see what I mean as the episode goes on. As you may have noticed, the content drops have been a bit slow as of late, given that I've been in the process of moving for the last week. Uh, we still recorded a few episodes over the past couple of weeks, but they're just taking a little bit more time to get published. All this to say, you may notice that some of the info is just a bit outdated, but still relevant. Anyway, enjoy! My The way that I think, it has multiple ends. Sometimes the way that you speak does it. It sounds like you're finished, but then you just go on about something completely different. Yes, because I get sidetracked easily and chase squirrels. Didn't you know that? It's a common theme. <laughs> it's the song that doesn't end. It goes on and on. <laughs> Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was. <laughs> it will continue on and on just because. It's it's basically how we're living, right? It's it's like the song that never ends. Everybody's just stuck in Groundhog Day mode, and it's terrible. I haven't Sorry, worn any ahead. pants or shirts that require buttons in I don't know how long. <laughs> well, you you seem to be the most bored of any of us, and I mean, the rest like whiskey and I, we just. We're not bored, that's for sure. Like we've always got something to <laughs> I do. I wish I was bored. <laughs> I wish I wish I knew what bored meant. <laughs> you say that now. I say that now. I have not felt the touch of a woman in many moons. Oh well. <laughs> what about the Palm <laughs> Sisters? Pamela <laughs> <laughs> <Pamela> Henderson. <laughs> Well, no, but there's a major problem. Like, like I've already run out of Pornhub. Like, all the porn that's on the internet, seen it. I seen it. It's done now. So, <laughs> that can't like, be possible. That's not. So possible. the problem is because of COVID, they're not making any new stuff. So I'm just like, ugh, what am I supposed to do? Rehash old stuff? That's like sleeping with the same girl more than once. Come on. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean you can't engage in. Uh, what do the, they got? House? Did they do that stuff for house party? <laughs> 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 You can change it up a bit. <laughs> Do amateur hour. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go go vintage. <laughs> oh. The fur bikini? No, I do not want to go back oh. to your. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> um, what was I talking about earlier? Oh, yeah, it was that grocery I store owner. I imagine it sounds like tortoises having sex. Vintage porn. Oh, that's not nice. Eh, eh, eh. Oh, it's still bloody. got that cheesy old bloody. 70s music on it. Well, the saxophone? What are saxophone players doing now? They don't have any, don't have any work. Or, or you, you could do like whatever the first two letters of the day of the week is. That's the country you have to figure out their porn. Like Sunday would be like Sudanese. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you want to see that. 
it's probably just pe- probably just people eating a big burger. <laughs> Speaking of weekly routines, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, people of Sudan, if you have a radio. <laughs> um, okay, so actually, Cognac, you told me about a routine that you had that I thought was kind of fascinating. Uh, what have you been doing to keep your mind occupied throughout the week? Uh, clearly, it's not working because I'm drawing a blank. What, what was it? Oh, um, twice a week with like a group of friends, we do like an online pub quiz. Oh, that's cool. And then whoever wins it um, is responsible for making the next quiz. So we do them on Tuesdays and Fridays uh, via house party. I do. I work out from home twice a day. Uh, I've been reading a lot, getting a lot of reading in. But the problem is. I've I've hit a wall. I think um, like I don't I don't want to trivialize or in any way like imply that I understand people that experience mental illness, but I think this might be like the way I'm feeling right now must be something approaching depression. Like my brother has depression, right? And he will easily spend all day doing nothing. But then the problem is, the longer he does that, the more he knows he's not getting done the more that stresses him out and depresses him more because he feels bad about himself for not getting anything done. And I'm starting, I'm starting to get into this vicious cycle where I'm accomplishing a lot less in a day than I was for like the first uh, seven years of April. Um, I'm accomplishing a lot less of it now. And then it's starting to make me feel bad and I would accomplish even less. Um, I can relate to that feeling. I can very much relate to that. I need to kick me arse into gear here, but uh, you know when you when you're when you're surrounded by your own four. Like, let's put it this way: nobody has any excuse for not getting anything done because like, nobody in my situation because I have literally nothing else to do all day. Um, but at the same time, uh, I was reading an article where people um, are putting too much pressure on themselves to get things done, and that may be um, counterproductive and may have longer term mental health issues on people. So I don't know. I try to keep my mind occupied. That's interesting. So you said you do stuff like uh, you do like a pub quiz. How does that mm-hmm. work? So we're just all on um, house party. I make the so I'm I'm running the one on Tuesday. So I make the five rounds, fifteen questions. Uh, everyone you know writes down on their piece of paper the answers. Give the answers at the end, like any pub trivia that you would go to in 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 a bar, but at home. That's, That's a cool. Booze. That's neat. <clears throat> Whiskey, what about you? What do you got on the go? Other than, you know, you work basically 24-7. Just growing chickens. Uh, well, I just, uh, I'm just sampling my nice bottle of homebrew here. I took a uh, Belgian ale that we cooked in the spring. And uh, it tasted like a Belgian ale, which is delight, fruity tasting, but eh. So I added uh, a couple pounds of lactose sugar to it and some choke cherries. Now it tastes like an awesome ale. Um, so I finished that. I've got another 48 liters of wine on the go. I built five greenhouses. Uh, Four, I built 48 liters of... <laughs> what do you need five greenhouses for? Are you opening a, a cannabis store? No. Uh, vegetables. Vegetables. Uh <laughs> So then I did that. I got irrigation put in. Uh, I just ordered a pump so I can do spray rather than drip. Drips uh, doesn't seem to be doing the job for me. 
Um, so that's on its way, but the pipes are already run. Um, I'm building, working on my wine cellar, just finished milling a bunch of shit. So, yeah, that's my personal stuff. And then there's work that's never ending. Uh, obviously, there's briefings to give and presentations and documents to prepare. And and plus my old job. I'm doing three jobs at once right now. So, great times. Oh, boy. So I've seen, your, I've seen your greenhouses. Oh, yeah. And then the kids, yes. <laughs> I saw your greenhouses. So, I, like, I'll explain dimensions uh, to you there, Cognac. Like, it's like basically knee height um little boxes little tiny garden boxes maybe about three feet long and about a foot and a half deep and uh and it's just little tiny boxes that he's covered in tarp using just like little sticks and wood and stuff like that it's pretty cool well they're not i mean if you little sticks they're they're not one sticks, by it's, three and it, they're, yes yes and they're and they're three and a half feet off the ground and they're yeah. six feet long so coffin size Perfect. You're ready to move right in in a year or two. <laughs> I'll move the coop. It's bigger. <clears throat> Jeez. Uh, no, but it's but I mean my onions are my onions and garlic are uh, a foot off the ground already. So they're 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 moving quite quite along uh, quite along quite well. So you know I get mine at, it, I get mine at the grocery store. Always ready. Already bagged. Super convenient. Yeah, but you're going to be paying for a premium for it soon because the workers aren't able to enter the country to pick the vegetables. So things are coming. Think the supply chain disruptions on its way. Well, then supply I'll just stop eating vegetables. Yeah, right. Well, even the, the meat packer, uh, three of the meat packer plants in Ontario came up with COVID outbreaks, so they oh, shut down. No, uh, it means. So here, okay, what's your prediction then, whiskey? So chicken in this country is notoriously expensive ever since the bird flu when demand was higher than supply was able to keep up with. And then they just realized that they can charge $22 for four chicken breasts and have always just kind of kept it that way. Um, If the price on pork and beef, et cetera, goes up due to this, do you anticipate that'll be the same? It'll just become the new normal of what things cost? Uh, I don't think so because... uh supply and demand so there's the u.s pork industry downstairs uh down south that competes locally with uh domestic pork so i don't see that happening Mm. why doesn't the u.s chicken industry compete with us then because we don't want their their kfc have you seen their chicken farms this is true you should watch more tv (laughs) <laughs> There's a couple of documentaries about it. I've I, I haven't seen all of them, but I get the gist of how they keep them in tight cages and they don't really let them roam around. They're not free range or anything like that. The, the factory farming down south is pretty atrocious. You know, it's like, in my opinion, there's a big difference between like so when we think of farm animals, like you think of like cows, chicken, whatever animals bred for consumption. But I've always preferred like the term like husbandry or rancher because that implies that like the animals actually get to roam around and do shit. But when you talk yeah. about like a fish farm or a chicken farm, that's exactly what I imagine it is. Like it's born, it just lives in a cage as small yeah. as possible to minimize footprint, and then eventually it gets et, which is unfortunate. They're treated like vegetables. Speaking of yeah, things in cages, the, the, I <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> 
So, like in the U.S., uh, like for example, for KFC and some of the other producers that support KFC, if you don't follow their guidelines uh, to the strictest letter, uh, you even though it's depriving the chicken more, uh, you'll lose your contract. It's it's actually very cutthroat. Uh, hmm. You're next there, uh, rocks. <laughs> yeah, I'm in line in the queue. Um, speaking of things in cages, I finally finished uh, Tiger King. <laughs> I didn't watch a new episode that just dropped. Oh, so. there's a new episode that just dropped. Oh, One came shit. out on Sunday. Yeah. No way. <clears throat> Apparently, this is just brilliant marketing. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. That's just that show is just all about brilliant marketing. It was dropped at the exact right time there's a little bit of luck involved but the way that they did that show is just it's so impressive it's it's a terrible thing that's going on in the background that you don't really pay so much attention to because you're paying more attention to these crazy characters on this show what so uh so like there's uh there's other instances too especially with media how people are cooped up um, there's, they're saying how music is, uh, a sign of the changing culture and, and it changes with people. So as we're now cooped up, uh, there's finding that songs about loneliness and being kept away or things that are, uh, love is inaccessible are coming back from a few months back and hitting number one. It'll be number eight. Uh, I forget what some of some of those songs were. Should probably, uh, look that up, but they were talking about it on CBC this, uh, yesterday. About uh, how songs are coming back. The other thing I'm I'm curious about, like when you're talking about changing and, you know, um, we all talk about like the 70s and the music and the fashion and all this was late 60s, early 70s was because of the Vietnam War had such a huge impact on America and, and blah, 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 blah. And this is a watershed moment. We, we've all identified and accept that at this point. But I wonder if this is going to have any um, long-term effects on fashion, for example, I know you two are dads and don't care. Um, but um, you know, I like to dress relatively in time with this, with the styles and fashions. Um, and I wonder if this is going to have any like long-term effects on it. Firstly, nobody's going to fit in anything they bought before this. So everyone's going to be when they eventually come out of hibernation quite slovenly. Uh, for a little bit and then I wonder though if like fundamentally style is going to change because people will have finally just spent you know two three four five months wearing whatever's most comfortable around their house are they going to be willing to go back to like you know what I mean yeah the COVID-19 pounds is going to be crazy (laughs) yeah you're right I didn't care Jim, as a dad, Jim, yeah, I've seen how you dress before you were a dad. It, it was atrocious, um, but um, it, it was shocking actually. But uh, the, <laughs> the, the polar. <laughs> the worst is when he tried to dress up and he just did it all wrong. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm curious on what this is going to mean, like. I don't think Netflix is making much more money off of Tiger King than they would have otherwise because they don't charge per series, right? So, like, their well, memberships would have shot through the roof anyway because people have nothing oh, to do. I, I will remind you of one thing. Revenue minus expenses equals profit. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of expenses. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they spent that much on Tiger King. <clears throat> 
And that's what I'm saying. So they probably made yeah. it all, making away with a killing <laughs> oh, on sure. that one. But most I of the time, generally speaking, Netflix loses money on every series it does. Really? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, because there was a thing. There was a thing talking about this that there was like online um, video streaming services and stuff. Like at a point, they hit critical mass, right? Like Netflix can do the bigger, more expensive series to attract new viewers until such point as they have all the viewers they're ever going to have. Like there's only so many people in the world that can have Netflix, and it's such a cultural phenomenon that like I'm always amazed when I meet someone that doesn't have Netflix. Or Amazon Prime or anything similar. Um, right. The one I'm curious about, though, to get off Netflix but to stay on online service, is uh, HBO. So HBO releasing all their stuff for free. They've, they've made their online <laughs> streaming free. Except no in way. Canada. Yeah, but in Canada, the only way to stream HBO is through Crave, which is owned by That's Bell, right. which insists that you continue to pay them for yep. access to HBO. A lot of you're gonna see a lot of VPNs. Um, yep, a lot of sales and VPNs go up. Oh yeah, yeah. That Netflix thing though, it seems to be like a. I don't know if, because clearly I'm not an economist, but I wonder if it's uh, if it's a bubble, because right now like a whole bunch of people are buying into Netflix because they're stuck at home. But one of the conversations that we keep happening is, or we keep having is uh, is that at some point. That that bubble is going to burst because people are going to be uh, who, who are out of work are going to be defaulting on mortgage payments yep. and they're going to need to shut down those expenses and you're going to see organizations like Netflix start losing a lot of money. Well, luxuries are always the first thing you have to cut, right? But that's right. For, further to that, what I'm saying is that Netflix can't just keep going bigger and bigger and bigger and more expensive to attract more subscribers because sooner or later they're going to have all the subscribers in the world. Like they won't be making any new money. You know what I mean? Um, they'll have a fixed budget. So yeah, whiskey, you got something there? Yeah. So you you need to understand that there's different ways of of allocating costs. So some some costs or some way of expensing things, you need to to attract new customers. That's true. But as Cognac was saying, the the part that you kind of left out is there's some things you need to keep investing in in order to maintain the customer mm-hmm. loyalty base. So if you don't do that, you're you're gonna have to invest in the higher value one in order to get them back. You, you see what I'm saying? So sometimes well, it's, it's kind of it's it's, it's 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 weighing the both costs. Like you need to you need a certain amount of investment in order to be competitive, and I see. that will have to continue. Yeah, like once once you can no longer rely on a revenue stream from attracting new subscribers, you need to rely on a revenue revenue stream of maintaining your existing ones. <laughs> yep. And because theoretically you're doing both simultaneously anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Repeat customers is important, right? So you're right. And and the other part is competition is heating up. You got HBO, you have Disney. And I mean, Disney content is very, is very uh, attractive. But you think of the rural, uh, the rural subscriber, like Disney sucks out here in the country because everything is super high quality, which is nice. Mm. Not for me. Right. Well, I've, I've been using Motor Trends um, video streaming service to watch the old episodes of Top Gear, and um, its video player is abhorrent. Every two to three videos, I have to completely refresh the browser. Um, it'll often, like, for some reason, you know the way, like, if you're watching a Netflix series, when the episode ends, it'll, like, count down from 10 and then go on to the next one. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Motor Trends goes to the previous one that you just watched. 
Like, oh, that's terrible. Like, I don't, I don't know why it does that. It just does that. <laughs> huh. Um, half the time, it'll just randomly put itself on mute. It's, it's a terrible player. Terrible video. Whatever, whoever they use to code that should be drawn and quartered. <laughs> well, it, 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 it's probably worthwhile to talk about Netflix as a as a company. I mean, they started as the mail out DVD companies with how they started. Yeah, yep. and then they invested and they, in video, and video compression. No, hold on. They 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 invested in video compression, and they they were leading that part along the way. And when everybody was laughing at them, saying this won't work because uh, Napster and Torrents were taking off, they continued to invest in compression algorithms ways of improving that service and now they now they're the cat's ass and everybody else is like trying to keep up with them you're saying when they were when they were in financial difficulty this is a little known fact when they were in financial difficulty because they were basically playing a game that technology wouldn't support for another 10 years um on any sort of mass market they offered themselves for purchase to blockbuster for 10 million dollars us and blockbuster scoffed at them no way rocks (laughs) <laughs> your useless little company. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. I yeah. had no idea. I remember it was 2011 when I first saw Netflix. And I don't know how long it had been out. Has it been out since like 2010, 20, 2009 maybe? But as an I remember online a, service? Because as a company, as an, they were there forever. Right. So as an online service, I guess. Yeah, I guess they were around. They used for to have those long, boxes. Long, they used long to have time. those like vending machine style boxes. That's right? right. And you would take the DVD and then you dropped it off later. That's right. I do remember that. That's so funny. They were like a small but, scale direct competitor to Blockbuster. <clears> hmm. <throat> and before that, they were strictly like a mail in service. You register online, they would mail you the DVDs and then you mm-hmm. would mail them back. Yep. What did we do so. before the internet? Man, it's crazy. You remember mailing stuff? Because I have to do that. Because I live in La Belle Province. So when I filed my tax return, because I'm getting money back. What province back, right? do you live in? <laughs> yeah. Because what, what, I'm getting money back from the government. But in this province, you have two forms you have to fill out. You have to fill out a T4, like everyone else. And you have to fill out an R1 or a Relevé R that goes to Quebec's own, Quebec's own tax bureaucracy. I'm getting money back from both of them this year, which is new. Normally, you end up owing a lot of money to Quebec, getting money back federally. Um, and the, you know, my T4, it was slick. I filed my return uh, through my Intuit TurboTax software, and the federal government deposited my check in my account like three or four days later, right? Mm-hmm. Quebec, last year, I owed them money, and I was able to like basically e-transfer them the money or put it in an account number, pay it like a bill like you would through any of your online banking. But because they owe me money, I now have to mail, buy an envelope, buy a stamp, and mail in, print and mail in my return before they'll process it. Hmm. Yeah. Allegedly for security. Right. It's so weird. All that old, old shit. Yeah, but I remember seeing it back in like 2011. Buddy was showing me, and he was just like, "Yeah, it's a really cool service that you can get." And he was showing it to me on his Xbox. <clears throat> and uh, well, that's because like, well, it's got all these B-list movies. That's right. I guess so, eh? Yeah. Yeah. They it was, it was buying on like the it. PS3 and stuff. Yeah, it was. It was. And Nintendo Wii. It's on my TV now. <laughs> yeah, that's on, well, it's on everything. Now. It's on everything now. But they made some really wise decisions, and I think even in 2014, 
2015 when series like Stranger Things started coming out. She's like, oh, this 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 thing has potential. It's not just uh, it's not just like certain shows and stuff. Well, like, and then uh, the Amazon point. jumped on the bandwagon, right? That's right. That's Amazon right. Prime. Amazon Prime has only been out uh, for like a couple of years, like for the uh, um, five, the video five. service at least. Is it four or four five, five years? Wow. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of their originals that are on their fourth season. Oh yeah, that's true. That's very true. I keep forgetting how much time has passed since like 2014. It's crazy. Six years right. is like there's so much. Th- so many things have happened since then. It's crazy. We are equally close close to 2040 as we are to the Y2K bug. So I know that's crazy. That uh, that brings up that um, that video that you shared um, whiskey about um, that grocery store owner, and he was talking about other times um, other times where people were starting to like panic buy. So he was talking about in his own store, somebody came in and bought like 101, 110 like cases of uh, of like six rolls of toilet paper or something like that. And then he came back and he wanted to sell it back to or get a refund back to the uh, back from the grocery store. And the grocery store owner t- fuck basically told him to fuck off. <laughs> what Costco did as well in the States. They're not taking yeah. returns on like flats of water or toilet paper or anything. Yeah, that's crazy. But he now was that talking you need about to pay your mortgage. <clears throat> he was talking about other times when people panic bought, and one of the one of them was uh, the Millennium Bucket, Millennium Bug. Yep. It was kind of interesting. The other one was the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, it was with canned foods. Another one was the oil crisis in 1972 when people were by uh, they were uh, panic buying fuel. There was when Coca Cola changed their their recipe in the 80s. And they made new Coke or whatever. And then, so I think, is that when Pepsi came along? I think so. Well, pe- Pepsi no, no, existed no, no. for a long time, but it's when they got a much bigger share of the market. Right. No, Coke, Coke in the 80s, Coke changed their thing to new Coke. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look through the history of Coca-Cola, I was like, one, they say that's one of the worst decisions they ever made. So they rolled back uh, the Coke uh, to the old Coke. That's and right. During that time, uh, Pepsi, Pepsi saw that opportunity and started surge in marketing. Because everyone's confused, new, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, which is better, and so, so Pepsi came at this time was do the taste challenge, and if you mm. tasted Pepsi, like there was like they would put up advertisers and booths, you would go up to the booth and try your Pepsi, then you win a, an instant prize, and there was uh, clever market Pepsi wars, Pepsi. well, the cola wars, the cola yeah. wars, yeah, the cola wars, yeah. And it, it actually got to the point, whiskey, where like for a long time, right up until kind of the the mid two thousands, if you traveled around the world, some countries you just could not get Coke in; you could only get Pepsi, and vice versa. And it's still that way in some of the lesser developed nations in the world. Like in um, in Haiti, you will not find a Pepsi product; it just does not exist there. Coke has a plant there, and they have the market there. Wow, that's well, crazy. Well, it's kind of it, well. It's kind of interesting because uh, Coca Cola is an ingenious company, and you talk about SD Lavalin, their shady deals. Coca Cola is like the king well, of getting that to happen. Well, they're the um, East India Trading Company of today, right? So, but, <laughs> yeah. but if you if if you go down and you start talking about um, Coca Cola, is kind of an interesting product because it doesn't matter if you're a popper or a president. You'll get the, a Coke is a Coke. It doesn't matter who it is. 
um, and how they do it and how they release certain standards and bottle it locally. I mean, if you look at Heineken as a as a counterfailing example, in Canada, it's like a it's, it's an imported beer. It's a premium product. You go yeah, to Thailand, it's, it's a dollar. It's 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 competing. You go to Holland local. and it's a local swill. Nobody wants it. Yeah. So, and it, you know, it's just a neutral tasting beer. It's not that much. I think it's a little bit better than uh, Budweiser, but not much. Um, so you, you start looking at things that way. Yeah, but they market the but, hell out of themselves here. It's always a dude in a suit in a big casino, you know. Pretty What's girl this beer in, a, again? In, a, in a dress. Heineken. Same than Heineken. Oh, it is Heineken. Okay. Yeah. So, so in Thailand, I was getting loaded on it. It was like freaking 90 cents per for a three-quarter liter bottle. When when I was in Amsterdam, when I was 18 years old, my first my first like night I got there, I got to the hostel, checked in back when uh, I can't believe I survived those days, but checked into the hostel and you know went down. And I was like, sweet, I'm gonna get a beer, and then you know. For 70 euro cents, I could get a Heineken. I was like, oh, badass. They're selling like it's local, so they must be selling it cheaper, but it's good. Now the all the Dutch people are like, You want that? No, you want you want one of these. Like, <laughs> you know, you didn't you don't want to drink that. They just look at a silly tourist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. Like when people come up here and they're ordering Molson like American tourists ordering Molson Canadian. I mean, yeah, you can order it if you want, but it's not yeah, it's than what have you a, make, but it's not have great. Some, have something from the Great Lakes Brewery or the Get an Aqua Brewing Company or something like that. You know, like go local local breweries. Well, well, that's a millennial thing. But, but but hold on, hold on. Like the the like Americans come up here saying, "Oh, we're going to get more alcohol." You know, the Canadian beer is stronger. Well, it's actually the same. So there's by yeah. weight, by volume, which are two different measurements. Yeah. So they think they're getting a stronger beer. It's the same shit. They just act stupid. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying there, Kanye? Uh, well, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a different way of measuring the alcohol content, but it is the exact same. But if, if you think Americans act stupid, man, the Brits, oh, my God, when they travel, it is it is something to see. Like, really? You just kind of you just want to grab onto it. Yeah, because they all they're all like. I think they're just because like culturally so super reserved that then when they're with their mates on a on a stag do in Prague and like when they go on a bachelor party, it's not five guys. It's like 30 and they're all running around hooting and hollering, drinking until four in the morning. You just kind of want to grab them and be like, there's more to drink tomorrow, man. Go to bed tonight. You can use it like you don't have to drink it all now. Yeah. We saw a whole bunch of different different events for the uh, Brits to come down and uh, well, my wingman he would always say you need to separate them I'm like what do you mean you need plan to separate them like why because all they want to do is get the piss and fight <laughs> yep <laughs> there's two others on that list uh, one is uh, I didn't know about this in 2008 the rice crisis so they had two different scenarios that happened in 2008 where people panic bought um, I just gave away the other one of them. What was you guys remember the other one? Well, the 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 complete economic collapse in America. Subprime. Well, not just that. Not just that. But people were panic buying guns when Obama got elected. People are no, panic buying guns now. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never no. understood. Like, if you're an American, you probably were born with a gun. Do you really need like three more? What are you going to do with them? We're gonna protect my constitutional rights, motherfucker. 
Yeah, but you have one already. You can only use one at a time. <laughs> what if that one breaks down? Then I gotta go and get another one. Rather than I'm not gonna have, just gonna pull it out and start wiping it down. I'm gonna go get my other one because it's quicker. This is my Alex Jones impression. Like, and it's funny. Like, just think how much food you could buy for eight hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you could, you it's, you know what? You didn't you didn't have to get evicted because you could have made next next month's rent with that. Yeah. Yeah. People aren't forethinking like that. Although I did, I did see. I'm not sure if it was um, you. I was talking about with this rocks, but uh, in the states, um, when they got the $1,200 COVID stimulus checks, um, when those got announced, Costco put an 80 inch TV on for $1,200 on sale. Whoa, <laughs> that's shady, man! And you know, some people bought it. Oh, for <laughs> you know sure. they did. That is sneaky as fuck. Well, that TV is going to be. Getting... I don't think that's, that's no, not that's sneaky. That's clever marketing. It's, yeah. it's, it's just good marketing. This it's is just a business. A, it's it's exploiting a situation because at some no, point that TV is going to have someone who's not. No, all they're exploiting is people being dumb and not ah. understanding the the oldest trick in marketing is you offer a reduced price, but you're still making a profit off of it. I don't know. They're exploiting people because at the no, end of the month, they're not exploiting after, at all. Hey, no, I let not. you fuckers no, finish. No, 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 no. I let you no. fuckers finish. You let me finish. <laughs> no. Put you know, the more you, the more we talk, like when you were talking to me earlier in the week, rocks about um, uh, banks being predatory for increasing loan rates and stuff. Right now, like the more you talk to me about stuff like this, the more I think you're a secret Marxist. No way. Because every time totally capitalism does cool. what capitalism will naturally do and try to make money, you rail against it. You call it sketchy business practices. No, what I'm getting at, if you'd let let me finish, was it seems no. like you're taking... <laughs> well, then fine. All right. No, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay. So for the guys call for the guys calling me out for being some sort of Marxist, you certainly certainly don't want to hear my opinion. <laughs> yes, I do. A, I'm not the I'm a, not the one saying he's no. Un, no, he's a unionist. <laughs> totally a unionist. I don't one hundred percent. Totally. I, I only <laughs> I only believe in workers' rights. Remember. <laughs> Oh my God! Go ahead. Only, Go ahead. only, only when they have their, only when they have an output. Um, no, the idea was uh, at the end of the month, those people are going to have to return those damn TVs when they can't make mortgage payments. Costco's not taking returns right now. Well, there you go. So they're going to have to sell no. that TV anyway. At a fraction yeah, of and then you, and then you can buy a six hundred dollar TV. I'm not talking about Marxism. What do I... <laughs> oh, I'm talking about capitalism. If they have to yes, return that I TV know. because they made a stupid purchase, then you can buy a TV for even cheaper. Sometimes, sometimes it's wise to protect people from themselves. Because <laughs> no, people no, are no, stupid. No, 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 stop right there. But that, that, that's the point. Is that what is, Where do we delineate from freedom of choice? Because if I said we're restricting people to, from buying TVs because it's the, the pandemic... You'd be like, that's not allowed. Why are they restricting people buying TVs? If I want to buy a TV, I should, they should be able to buy a TV. Isn't it on the shelf? I mean, There's, yeah, absolutely. People should be able to do whatever the hell they want. But it just... It's like its like the old they, argument of instead of a welfare check... They don't know any they better. Should, 
<clears throat> yeah, they do. It's like the old argument that instead of a welfare check, um, people should be given food stamps and then they can't spend it all on, on alcohol and cigarettes. Well, who are you to tell them what to spend their money on? So then what happens when they kick over and die or they end up in uh, they end up in poverty and destitution? So what do you do about them then? They're already in poverty and destitution. That's why they're on welfare. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you mean these TV people? You mean these TV people, Rob? Oh, I mean the TV people, but I also mean the people that you're referring to about uh, ration tickets and stuff. The beans, yeah, the floods. What's that? <laughs> the plebs, yeah. Yeah, the plebs, yes. You just let oh. let Darwinism just let Darwinism take over and just let them die off. Well, listen, they're not exactly buying into the stock market, so it's having a very little effect on the overall profit margins of the world. <laughs> That's so well, cold. No, but they hear. Oh, there, there's there's other things here. So I mean, there's other taxes because crime grows up when. You know, when poverty goes up, crime goes up. That's just a yep. natural correlation. Like, yep. but, but the point is, is that you can't say because the Costco bought price the TV at twelve hundred bucks. Is it, you know, correlation? You know, correlation doesn't prove causation because we we just assumed that because we thought it was funny. Um, but like, like. Stimulus on if both sides. I, I was looking at some of the stock websites that were criticizing giving bailouts to companies when they need to give 30k to like uh, a worker. Well, the companies need to. If you want to recover from this, the companies need to survive. If the companies I don't exist anymore. There's no business left. So well, that's it. Then the entire uh, system collapsed. And you and you can't have that. So it's just really interesting circumstance where there's no right answer there's just measures of good and bad and you just have to take whatever comprehensive package we throw out and understanding there's never going to be a perfect answer because the enemy of great is enemy of great is really just perfect right so we, we spend all this time trying to figure out what the perfect solution is but it'll be time past point and the solution will never get enacted, and the aid will never be delivered. So let's just accept the fact that we're getting 60% solutions in order to get them out the door fast enough to support whatever uh, aid, uh, whatever target they have. There's no and guidebook just, to this. No, but just right. like any, any situation or any program the government's going to roll out that affects, you know, tens of millions of people, there's going to be the outlier cases that it doesn't help or somehow makes worse. That's just, yeah. that, that's just yeah. the nature of the world. And it could get worse. We could not have the internet. That'd be really bad. <laughs> that would be super bad. That'd be catastrophic um, for me. So, okay. So then what do you guys, obviously businesses need to be preserved. What do you guys think about this? Um, uh, this package, this loan that they're pushing out for small businesses. I don't know. Is it only in Ontario? Or is it across the board? It's across Canada. That's federal. It's federal small loan, forty thousand dollars, up to forty thousand yeah, dollars. I got it. I got it. But but you have to pay it back, and they yeah. put five. They put five percent interest on it, eh? Uh, at the end of the, and it has to be paid by like twenty twenty two. Yeah, pretty much. 
And okay. I, I, no, I, I, I want to know what you guys think opinion, about it. In my opinion, they would have been further ahead to just let the small business, because a lot of small businesses are able to make some sales even now online or whatever. I think they yeah. would have been further ahead to just be like, you know what? You know the way you're the broker for GST and HST for us? Just keep that 15%. Like, keep the sales tax until this goes back to normal. No, I think they'd have been further ahead to give them tax relief rather than a loan that's going to have interest. Not, not all businesses do that, though. So they, so they did. So there's, a, there's, there's, there's quite a few programs out there. So the government is trying. Um so there's, there's just a couple of phase approach. In order to weather the storm, you need to stay liquid. You need to have liquidity in your business. So you need some sort of cash flow or access to cash capital to get through the period. So uh, the 40000 loan, and it's actually, there's there's up to a million dollars, depending on what caveat. There's a few different caveats. So mine only qualifies for 40000 And really all you need to prove is that you had a payroll of a certain amount and uh, you had employees, you're legitimate and good standing with the government. And from there, they give you 40 grand um, as deposit right in your business account to help you pay rent and pay those things in t- to be liquid. Because if you're in liquid, you can't pay your expenses and you can't pay your employees. So I'm still paying my employees, even though they're not coming to work. Kind of, it's, it's actually hard if you think about it. So if somebody else has to do that work, it's usually me. Um, so with that, with that on the side, there's, uh, there's that going on. So then there's also a payroll benefit. So as you, there's a, I think it's 10%, you qualify for March 17th or 18th and on you qualify pay for payroll relief. So their government is going to cover 10% of your payroll costs. So that's just one of the other programs I looked into. Um, there's a, uh, there's different views on what's happening with uh, employees right now, uh, or sorry, employers. Uh, some people are going to leave it to the end of the year to claim the, 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 the deduction. Others are just paying the full amount and just uh, we'll see what happens from it. But there is a payroll tax relief. So when you do a source deduction from an employee, you get them, let's say, $100 an hour just for ease of math, they're going to give you $10 of the payroll source deduction. So usually it's about 35%. So that so you, you would owe the government uh, on behalf of that employee. So 10% of that 35% is given to the employee, is taken back. It's, it's not a lot, but it's something. Um, so the government is trying to do stuff, trying to keep people employed. But ultimately, we, we don't know how long it's going to last. Um, I've, I've heard some projections, but you need to, to go through this. That's all I got. So what's everybody drinking? <laughs> I killed the conversation. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> oh, sorry, are you done? <laughs> I was looking for an image that said over my head. <laughs> <laughs> I shared it. <laughs> I am huh. I am drinking um 
I'm having a local microbrew beer. So this was hilarious. Um, in Quebec, about three weeks ago, they decided that uh, microbreweries and stuff could remain open and they could deliver beer, like basically do beer dead drops to your driveway. So you call them, you say you want whatever, they bring it to your driveway. Um, evidently, uh, thing like microbrewery beer and stuff is more expensive than uh, just going to the grocery store and getting it there. Um, but um, I think in the, in these times I'm doing the little bits that I can to support whatever small businesses I can. So instead of buying, you know, pork chops for five bucks at IGA, I'll go to the local butcher and buy them for seven. Yeah, whatever. There's a bit of a markup on it, but you can use the money right now. Um, but what was funny about this ruling is, you know, the, the typical, as soon as they said, yeah, yeah, you just call and you can get beer delivered to your house. And if you order from restaurants, they can deliver alcohol, um, with your order. Um, and naturally there was some concerned, uh, mother, uh, who, who was like, oh, but you know, what if teenagers ordered beer? And the premier of the province was like, he was like, essentially he's like, well, I mean, we got bigger issues to worry about, but also they shouldn't be home alone. <laughs> We're all like in isolation. <laughs> wow. Now, speaking of that, like I was, I called a friend and say, cause my friend is a, is a big shiner. Um, and I had to go pick up my my, my weekly uh, drop of uh, hand sanit hand sanitizer ingredients, and uh, I, I I basically texted him. This kind of sounds kind of weird. Are you home right now so I can pick this up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, so Rock is what are you saying? I was looking for an image that identified how he felt, and he he posted a picture of Jennifer Aniston. So he's having, and then an, and then an image friend. below that of Jerry Seinfeld looking. Yeah, but they're not showing up as gifs. They're showing up as uh, as uh, just straight up what images. What the fuck it's did you helping. just call that? Gifs. Isn't it called generated image format? Isn't that what it's called? Graphic image. Oh, format. it's graphic. So it's gif. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, fine. But, you but win. Really, the the second image is Jerry Seinfeld, but I think he identifies as the girl on the right. Obviously Sorry, he does. Okay. Looking slightly <laughs> overwhelmed and confused. That's that's just my general expression. Although she basically has the same hair as I do right now, so I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> Man, I feel like a woman. <clears throat> speaking of you speaking said of haircuts, did you guys see that? Uh, I sent you that image earlier of the different haircuts. <laughs> it's like okay, I, uh, public, I'm never going to financially recover time. from this. Public service announcement time for whoever might be listening to this. If you're thinking about cutting your own hair, put the scissors down. <laughs> Just wait it out. It doesn't matter. It's not worth it. Don't create yeah. nightmares. Barbers won't have time to fix when they're open. Just leave it. Just leave it. It's gonna. It's gonna be fine. You don't have to There's have your first moment. Listen, listen, I feel targeted here. I feel so targeted. My wife says to me, she says, "Sorry, whiskey." Next time at. <laughs> Fuck I'm drunk. <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, buddy. So, dude, dude, just stop laughing. Um, so she says whiskey in my other name. Uh, next time, just ask for help. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, There's you some... don't have much hair to begin with. Time is your barber. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody wants to look like a sumo wrestler with a ponytail oh 
my God. <laughs> I don't think I... Well, I certainly don't. I heard on the radio the other day about guys who shave their head and some guys, if, if guys are interested or contemplating, like completely just buzzing their hair off and shaving it, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, if you don't know what you're doing, don't do it. Uh, and if you nick yourself on your head, your your scalp bleeds a lot. A lot. But it leaves it sounds, more it room like for the brains. I'm not. I'm not speaking from experience. I just, I've, 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 I've heard of stories and I know friends who've done it. But here, here's a funny thing. Like in, uh, I think it was like the 1800s or 1700s. They used to say that if you drill a hole in your head, uh, just before the brain, it gives room for your brain to expand and you get smarter. Oh my God. Yeah. But they didn't know what germs were. So I don't think it worked. Um, and they also, also they like, also tried to the thing feed. with hair self haircutting I don't understand is like who are you trying to impress like you're not going to see anybody you're at home and if you think it's going to make your wife hate the sound of your breathing any less you're wrong like I, I don't understand why people are even exploring cutting their hair yeah who no, cares just grow it out you should actually be proud to grow it out as much as you can and just see how far it can get and then like at the end there's going to be a no. massive lineup. At barbershops everywhere, you're going to see barbershops. Yep. You're going to have to, you buy stocks in barbershops <laughs> in haircutting services, and you'll see there's going to be a boom in economics for for those barbershops, and everybody will rejoice. Well, there's <laughs> very many publicly traded barbershops. <laughs> the profit like first, margin first, is too low. First, no. first choice haircutters. No, no, and I'm not waiting that long. I'm waiting that long. I'm going to end up coming out of this like, like, I don't know, like the Witcher or something. Hopefully not as gray. Hopefully I don't lose all my hair color. But yeah, but you got like gonna, sandy, sandy blonde hair. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It is my my glorious locks. Oh, I look like a Viking because I already kind of have that like blonde hair, blue eyed. Can't shave my head because I look like a Nazi thing anyway. So what's <laughs> your midget? You're small. How could you look like a Viking? You're small. You're yeah, six tiny. feet tall. How is that small? Yeah, yeah he's six not... feet tall. Yeah, he's like our him six feet tall. <laughs> but you're built like Mr. Bean. <laughs> Do you remember what he looks like? <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, talking so... to. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even break 200 pounds? <laughs> no, of course not, because I'm lean and in fighting shape. Unlike some people who have to tuck their t-shirt into their jeans so they don't get a draft. But I don't have that problem. Sorry. Do you remember what I look like? <laughs> no, you are quite thin. Malnourished, I think, is the word. As <laughs> are you like? Oh. Rocks. Notice how <laughs> rocks got real quiet when we started talking about appearance? No, nope, <laughs> not types. at all. Not at all. Not at all. I'm game just as much as anyone else. Just loving the dad bod. Uh, sure am. I've been having a dad bod for about two years now. I need to get rid of it. <laughs> dad bod for about five years before you were a dad. This is true. Hey, listen, it's just an overhang for my penis, okay? It's, a, it's like a, a rain shelter, like a bus stop? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer, prefer the term clitorious stimulator, but that's all. That's all I gotta go. <laughs> I think if you're calling it a clitorious, you're not stimulating much. <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, I got a, I found it. I heard a joke uh, recently. It was a comment, and it said, uh, "I had a prostate exa- prostate exam recently. I told the doc to save the gloves for someone who really needs it." Hashtag I'm doing my part. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! oh. <laughs> I thought that was good. Oh. <laughs> that was one of the best comments I've seen so far after uh, out of this pandemic. One of the, one of the that, greatest. Edit, edit that one out. Edit that one out. <laughs> Why? No, no. My greatest, uh, my greatest pandemic moment occurred yesterday. So in our in our weekly pub quiz, the host decided to switch it up. So instead of doing a, or sorry, our Friday quiz, instead of doing a quiz, it was like a game. So we had to write down the movies of or names of ten books and movies. 10 random objects and then like 10 songs or something. And then it was like, you acted out like charades for the movies and then hummed the songs. And then you had to draw with like the share whiteboard feature. Um, you had to draw the, uh, the objects. And okay. the best part was a relatively, I would say prudish, not in a bad way, but like proper, uh, the, the proper British wife of my buddy, uh, having to draw the things that I had chosen as items, which included cockering, butt plug, and anal beads. <laughs> and it was <laughs> hilarious. Because as soon as she read the list, she turned beet red. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Another house you'll be invited to at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just striking everyone off my gift list this year. Don't need to buy them nothing. Don't you mean they're never going to talk to me again? <laughs> yeah, my gift list. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was you guys awesome. Are funny. Actually, actually, the highlight of my week is talking to you guys. Really? Sorry. Oh, that's nice. I'm glad you could sink so low. <laughs> oh, this is the only time I don't. I don't consider it work. Mm. He's gone from inappropriate to mushy. He's at that stage of drinking. I yep. estimate two thirds of a bottle. I estimate. Two or three bottles. Three, three quarter, and my beer is a is a liter and a half. <laughs> ah, there we go. Wow, pretty good. Uh, I guess I never answered the question. I'm going back to my old faithful black bottle, uh, blended Scotch whiskey. Very good. That was our, our original, unoriginal, non-sanctioned sponsor, if I recall correctly. Well, we didn't have any. I I, I just. I just give them free marketing, so that's basically it. <laughs> they love you. Oh, they must. They don't even know who I am. <laughs> they should but release here, a twelve hundred dollar bottle on sale in Costco. No, but no, no, it was three. It was it was like thirty bucks a bottle. We talked about it. So just just memory lane here, uh, whiskey and rocks, circa episode one was at his house. Uh, in some unnamed suburban area in Kingston. His tiny ass garage, uh, half full of hockey gear and the other half full of woodworking shit. Uh, And we sat in his garage and made our first episode. Um, It's the garage, just like all good things start in the garage and end in the garage. Um, Yeah. And we t- he brought out his black bottle and then brought out the good shit and then we drank black bottle again. So that was our episode zero one. Cheers, buddy. And cheers, dude. And I remember recording that. It was kind of funny. Uh, 
that uh, I was listening to it on the way back from Ottawa because we had to go and talk to uh, we had to go and see our lawyer at the time. Um, and we were driving back from Ottawa, and I remember listening to it on the car ride home. I was just like, oh, it's actually not terrible. I mean, I think we might actually have something here, which is kind of cool. So that's when I decided, it's like, all right, let's start up this podcast. Let's actually do it, because what we record was actually not terrible for our first time having done it and ha- having never done it before. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. I know. Man, if we did this for a job, we could just show up drunk every day. This is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah but it would be I cool. can do that with my actual job now because I'm at home and I haven't seen underwear in three weeks. Well, this is very specific circumstances, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. So, how do you handle group laundry or laundry facilities in the COVID 19 pandemic? Ooh, Ooh. good one. Uh, you don't, you don't have bad. your own. You don't have your own laundry services? Like, you don't have your own la- uh, washing machine and dryer? No, he definitely does. But <clears throat> he washes them on a rock down by the river. But for people in, <laughs> I'm not like, talking about whiskey. I'm talking about you. Of course I do. I'm a... What? What do you... What kind of peasant do you think I am? I thought we thought we thought you were renting and that you were you had uh, you didn't have uh, your own service, so you had to go and use public uh, laundry services. Ugh. What do you think I am? You Philistine? No. Oh, you disgust me. He just threw up in his mouth a little. Oh. <laughs> I haven't heard no. I haven't heard whiskey laugh like that ever. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> no, you pillock. I have a laundry machine. I have a dryer. I have like I was trying to draw attention to the plight of the plebs who have to possibly go to laundromats or smell bad. But I mean, they smell bad anyway. So okay, I'm I'm trying to trying to turn this into like uh, a comic strip. A serious point. I'm trying to figure out where you drop your laundry off and somehow comes up pressed inside your drawer. Um, oh, no, my, my cleaning lady does it when she comes. <laughs> <laughs> and because she's not like an official business, she still comes. It's fine. Is she considered an essential service? Life. I don't know. She still comes. Mm. That sounds pretty good. I highly doubt she has a business license, so I don't don't think she's ever gotten caught. (laughs) (laughs) You know that. (laughs) You know that the Quebec government is probably listening to you right now. (laughs) They've got your place bugged. It's true. There's not very many Quebecers that have a cleaning lady. Mm. (laughs) Speaking of that, like. Prince Edward Island recently stopped a guy from entering his own house. So he was Why? coming back from Florida. He's a, well, he's a snowbird. He lives six months in Florida and six months in uh, PEI. So he couldn't go home. <laughs> Where does he go? Well, I had to go visit his family in Ontario. Because PEI has only got one bridge. Ontario has many. <laughs> yeah, but... Okay. So they wouldn't let him in his house at all? Well, like, to well, so just wouldn't let him on the island. Confederate Bridge, buddy. So they just like, Confederate's down. a very different thing. Yeah. Oh, they've, uh, oh, sorry. Confederation Bridge. Yeah. 
But so they've locked down the whole province because of that bridge. Like they've just there, nobody's allowed in or out. Well, it's happening Unless in Ottawa. In. Like people that people that work the Ottawa side but live the Gatineau side are getting turned away all the time now. Right. But that huh. like pays that goes to the play of like healthcare workers. They're moving out their principal residence to protect their families. So they're renting places on the cheap Quebec side in order to go to work. Um, but they're being stopped at the Quebec Ontario border because their their uh, identification doesn't uh, doesn't list that Quebec side address, right? Yeah. Mm. So. Huh. I feel like we have like a like, I feel like we're entering the point that we have that we can almost slightly possibly begin to understand what things were like in like the Soviet Union. Obviously, you're not disappearing, but like neighbors calling the cops to snitch on people for having, you know, gatherings of three in their lawn. Um Oh you know, yeah, restricted movement and, and and ability to do anything. Um, essentially, a nationwide curfew. <laughs> like, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna start seeing people eat each other, like just start. ratting it's, each it's other. Out. Happening. That's well, this is not North. Think this, 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 no, this is not North Korea, but um, obviously no. But like no, but I had a friend who told me he said he had a social distancing party. I'm like, what? What is a social distancing party? Well, there's only five of us, and we set set it on different corners of the room. I like most rooms only have four uh, corners. How do you have? Where's the fifth guy stand? In the middle, sacrifice. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, do you walk around with a stick, and and is there like a green line and a red line? If you're, you know, beyond the red near the green, you're good. And you walk around with a stick, going, you're good. When this very first started and they said, you know, no gatherings of more than five people, I had two of my friends over, you know, we had a night, you know, drinking, shooting the shit. But like, then they were like, yeah, no, if you, if you don't live in that house, you should not be in it. So like, that's pretty clear. The thing that bothers me is like all the, um, so there was a story out of um, Ontario, I believe it was where people went. Uh, in a car, like a family went in their car, parked on the far side of the road, rolled the windows down to sing happy birthday to a friend or something, and the cops got called. They got a ticket. Really? Um, yeah. Huh. I saw but that. They I saw that yesterday. Like, I saw it was like a whole promenade of, uh, like, a convoy of vehicles basically um, driving past, honking their horns at this one uh, one person's house for this kid's birthday, and I thought it was like I thought that was pretty cool. Like yeah. they're in so they're doing social distancing, they're staying in their cars, they're just honking their horns, and then drive and driving by the house. I thought that was like that was really good to see. I, I think and we're in that. We've the, talked about this before with like with with um, social justice stuff too. I think we're just in a pendulum swing right now. Like I went for a drive the other day just because I needed to get out of the house, and I got pulled over. Not for speeding, but just because the cop wanted to know where I was going. Because the highway I live on um, heads up towards a different county in Quebec. So, you know, that there's no movement between the counties in Quebec right now. Um, uh. So the cop pulled me over and he's like, well, you know, it is isolation and all this. I was like, yeah, yeah. But until, you know, until you made me roll down this window, I had talked to nobody. I'd gone from my house to my car. You know, but I think we're just in the overcorrection phase. No, did I didn't, they I didn't ticket you or anything no, or nothing? I didn't, I didn't get a ticket because I hadn't done anything wrong. But Yeah. 
Interesting. I mean, that, that, that goes to other issues like, the, uh, you know, prime uh, official opposition party, uh, Sheer and Trudeau. Um, traveling for Easter. You know, they're traveling for Easter, but they're criticizing Trudeau, but he went to visit his fam- his immediate family. I mean, I mean, I mean, wh- where do you guys draw the line? Like immediate family. Well, the problem, the problem with Trudeau is the problem with the Trudeau case, in my opinion, is he was on TV doing his daily address thirty minutes before that, telling people it's going to be hard, but you can't visit family for Easter; just stay home. And then he up and buggered off to his cabin to go visit family after the Ford government had said, "Don't go to your bloody cabins because these remote areas can't handle any sort of um, yeah, medical." Yeah, well, this is. Yeah, but I mean, like, for me, like, I'm not the biggest Trudeau lover, but it's his immediate family. If The word family kind of has multiple connotations to it. Yeah, it's yeah but I think, I think it's just, it's just demonstrated uh, a mixed message, and it gave the, it, even if he didn't do anything wrong, it doesn't look good, right? There, no, yeah, but, 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 it, but, it, but, it, but it, what the message was, don't visit your extended family. For Easter. No, he said to stay wherever you are. Don't leave your house. And then he left his house to go to a different house. Ah, that's, I'll, that's I'll admit. Bullshit. I'll admit that there's definitely optics. There's an argument for optics yeah. there. Looks but at the at the I'm end not of the he did day, anything like, wrong. I'm just oh no no. Bad. Yeah, I know, and that's that's what I that's my kind of opinion on the matter. Like I don't at the end of the day, I really don't give a shit because, like, like we're gonna have, just, we're gonna have Trump as a prime minister. Well, no, we could because well, no, no, we no, put we more money into our education system than they do down south. So that's why yeah, they wait Trump. for it. Wait for it, rocks. In twenty years, we're gonna have our Trump because we're gonna have a whole generation of kids going into the workforce that were raised on day drunk homeschooling. This is true. This is true. <laughs> um, but with Trudeau, and have you ever like, met a homeschool homeschool kid that's not weird? Yeah. Well, I mean, with Trudeau, at the end of the day, like the dude is basically trying to represent the entire country and and make sure that we're we're doing okay and trying to give that calm, collected speech or whatever every day from from the front of that that lawn. And then you know we can't let the guy have a break. You know, like I see a no, lot the of vitriol. The problem is when he tells everyone that you can't have that break. You just have to stay I get where you it. are. I get that's it. The, I get your it. fire is publicist is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Somebody in his staff should have been like, boss, this will look really bad. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> don't be taking pictures of yourself. But somebody would have found out. Like, there's like, it's basically like know, paparazzi but, that's going to follow yeah, but him he's around. Saying you're going to do the, you're gonna have to do the Easter egg hunt indoors. And then he's posting to Instagram his Easter egg hunt outdoors. It's just like a, a cavalcade of bad optics. Yeah. I get it. I get it. The thing is, is like, I just don't understand. Well, I guess I totally understand it, but it's all the people that I saw a lot of hatred and a lot of vitriol online for that one thing. Like people are just going after him. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Are we, are we just looking for a fight? What's going on? Like, are we that uh, I think, uh, people just I, I came to the decision. It's like, really, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, people just want to bitch and moan for its own sake. Nobody has anything else to do. That's right. Right. Like your available hours to complain and spread vitriol on the Internet just expanded up to yeah. 24 per day. And even even so, like, despite the, the problem with optics, with the whole delivery of this whole thing, like he. 
I mean, he's been up in front of the camera every day in front of the entire country um, for weeks now doing the same thing. And you think that he's going to be flawless every time? Christ, he said moistly once, and then he immediately he, he immediately regretted had it. the impression regret. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was just like, it kind of made I I don't know. Like I don't. It's the same thing. I'm gonna uh, you know I don't. I really don't care at the end of the day as long as we got some kind of direction of where this country is going. Of uh, like somebody is at least trying to lead you know and um, if they're not going to be perfect seeing, every time that's okay i do think we're seeing more leadership out of and this is just a quirk of the canadian system but i think we are seeing more leadership surprisingly more leadership out of our provincial leaders in a lot of cases than we are out of our federal government um, yeah but again none of us can really understand how many different balls the federal government's juggling this um, is true the, and, one of the other you know, things they've also too, got to appease the provincial governments. So, yeah, one of the other things. Oh, it's funny you mentioned provincial leaders. Like Doug Ford actually seems to be doing okay lately. Uh, his uh, approval rating. I think he's going to get quite popular out of this. My concern is he might get too popular out of this. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's yeah. doing quite well. He's doing all right. He's finally, he's finally like Francois Legault as well here in Quebec. Um, the Albertan premier, though, uh, I, there's a lot of complaints Kenny. I've seen about him. Kenny, yeah. Oof. A lot of people yep. not happy with him. I don't know the whole story with Kenny. I do know that he is not a very smart guy, and this is coming from a not very smart guy. Uh, and he just wants to seem smarter than everybody else or he thinks he's smarter than everybody else he's got this doctor he doesn't ignore or he he ignores all the advice of this doctor that's supposed to be doing most of the talking is he like um does he he have like uh i don't know anything about the guy really but um does he have like has to be smartest guy in the room syndrome i think so so you know what you guys are talking about Trump's doctor, if I'm not mistaken. No, we're talking and, about no, Jason no, no, Kenny no. right we're, now. We're talking about Kenny because we're talking about provincial leaders. Okay, sorry. And I, I don't know really anything about the guy, but from what Rox is describing, it sounds like he has a bit of like must be smartest guy in the room syndrome. If I can find uh, a couple of posts, you guys go ahead though. I don't know if you know anything about him, uh, whiskey. No, I was uh, reading a couple articles on uh, Trump's uh, medical advisor in Texas. They're actually protesting COVID-19. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. And he was encouraging it. It was in Michigan and New York. And we're going to open everything back up. Oh, COVID-19. COVID-19 can't keep us closed. But it should, though. Be a lot cooler if it did. Who sent it gonna, to me? I think everybody that that doesn't believe in COVID nineteen and the anti vaxxers should be uh, the designated doorknob lickers. Ooh, I think anyone who's posted a TikTok video has to join that <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the good of society. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. I see. I can't. I don't know if I'll be able to find it, but we'll see. Along with anybody that gets overly offended by anything they see on TV. If it's not for you, just don't watch it. Don't complain. Like (laughs) you said, some people, they just, they got to hear themselves complain. It's got to be the national sport by now. Oh, man. 
The victim Olympics. Complaining? Yes, complaining or, yeah, just generally complaining. I'll give an example. So um, I was reading an article the other day, and I, I hadn't realized this, but in one of the episodes of the Grand Tour, I guess they 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 made a joke because Jeremy Clarkson had selected for his vehicle a Jeep Wrangler, and then they made a joke about it being kind of like a poster vehicle for the gay community, and uh, made some other like you know the way they are like their little school by schoolboy jokes about it, but yeah. then they actually received like letters of complaint about like you know you don't understand how it's like growing up as a gay kid and like to trivialize things like this like just come off it don't watch it then like who cares it was a joke you know what i mean like just things like that i i, I have a hard time i have a hard time when people say that any jokes have gone too far or whatever like yeah we said it the other night it's a joke not a dick don't say don't take it so hard yeah <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't know. If if something's not to your taste, before you write a letter and complain and try and make a name for yourself as, you know, the person winning all the righteous internet points, just fucking don't watch it, man. Well, that's that's what that's what I've gone on about before about virtue signaling, right? That's uh, that's whiskey's favorite word that I like. Apparently, I like to use. Um, yeah, it's. I don't even know if we're like that has died down so much as a result of the pandemic. Uh, yes, everyone's I, just happy to have anything to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, no, everybody's well, suffering well, in one way or another. Well, we're the anti-vaxxers. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Dead, bro. Dead. They're all dead. They did. <laughs> Uh, here's a funny I, uh, post. I, I, I was telling, I was telling Roxanne. I'm not sure if I, uh, I'm not sure if I said it on the podcast before because I can't really remember. Everything's kind of blurred into one um, meaningless existence. But um, you know, the uh, the oh, you should definitely have kids. They're the most fulfilling thing you'll ever do in your life. Crowd has been particularly silent for the last month. Hey man, I'm I'm living life, man. I'm I'm happy that my kids. They're like my alarm. As soon as I go to, <laughs> when I get ready for bed. They tell me when it's lunch. Because like, I have a fucking clue. Otherwise, you like your personal assistance. I would, I would, I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't wake up. No. They're the worst. They're the worst personal assistants ever. <laughs> they jump on you when you try to sleep. They <laughs> shit themselves. Really? They're like, "What's that smell?" <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you guys. Oh my god. Your or maybe I told. Trouble. Maybe I told you, Cognac, last night uh, in my drunken stupor. Um, the uh, So I'm trying to do a video conference with, uh, with a bunch of people at work, and my wife calls me from upstairs. And she's like, can you come help? Um, she exploded. This is our daughter. She's like, she exploded. I'm just like, well, she explodes every morning. She's like, no, you don't understand. Come up and see. I go upstairs. My wife is holding our daughter by her arms, and she's just like, she's covered in filth, covered everywhere. It's on her legs. It's on her shirt. It's everywhere. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God, this is terrible. It's like, it's like, this is the transformation. <laughs> That's what happens when you keep so, semen as a pet, bro. Oh, God, it's terrible. Oh, it was so bad. 
It was the worst explosion. And the worst part was, is that nothing was in the fucking diaper. It all got out of the diaper. I was just like, how do you, that is the exact opposite of what this fucking thing is designed for. It's supposed to keep the shit in, not like shoot it outwards and not have any absorption whatsoever. Adventures in parenting. Ah, wonderful. My house is in the exact same state I leave it when I go to bed when I wake up in the morning. Oh my god. What's it like? It's pretty good. There, Anik comes by, cleans the counters and stoves, does me laundry, waxes the floors. (laughs) Shout out. See you again in a couple weeks. Holla. (laughs) 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 On a podcast. (laughs) I saw this post earlier today. I saw this post earlier today. I thought it was kind of funny. It says, did previous civilizations deal with whiners like this? It's in quotes, a conversation between two people. Did you send that to me? Yeah, I said, yeah. (laughs) Somebody else posted it as well. It says, man, we got to open up the gates. We've been through this, Phil. The Mongols are still outside. But I gotta harvest my turnips. Mongols, Phil. Ugh. But we've been in here for weeks. That's how sieges work, Phil. <laughs> but the Mongols have barely killed anyone in days. That's because of the walls, Phil. Are you sure? Maybe the Mongols aren't that dangerous. Silence. I'm just saying, how bad could it be? They can't kill all of us. That is literally the thing they do. But my turnips. <laughs> Oh, that's good. And no one likes turnips. I love turnips. Fuck off. Turnips are delicious. I actually have pickled turnips that I pickled myself in the fridge. But anyways, um, so just to break the ice a little bit and to bring some interesting life to our conversation, I sent you a picture of uh, my wedding week. Broken urinal? So, you know that little handle on the urinal? Urinal. God, you have hair. <laughs> oh, shit, he does. <laughs> so I went to take a piss before we went on a boat, and I snapped the handle off. And I called my friend, like, dude, help me. And he was, he looked at me. I was coated in water. He just started laughing and took a picture. And that's, oh, that's, that's exactly awesome. what I would have done. I would have provided exactly <laughs> as much help as that. So that's my in fact, thumb. I would have made, I would have I would have made it worse because I would have started to throw stuff at you in the hopes you would deflect it with your hand you're using to hold the water hose closed. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's as my hand protect myself from the water. Man, the yep. water really brings out the shit stain color on the brown on your shirt. <laughs> Be nice. Be nice. Oh, he was he was married by then. Style didn't matter anymore. <laughs> this is this is day three of just giving up. <laughs> oh man that's like sunday for me <laughs> that is an interesting pattern it's like my grandma's cushions where did you get that shirt <laughs> from fidel castro <laughs> You're, well he's clearly in the south somewhere where are you in that picture whiskey hello you muted Oh, did his connection? No, I, uh, no, no. My wife told me about my uh, my composter was invaded by raccoons. There's not oh, a lot no. of salt. There's not a lot of salt. There's like four raccoons just jumped off the top of it. It's eight feet high. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Where are you in that picture? You're down south somewhere. That's Jamaica. 
Mm. Mm. Never been. I've been to Cuba. That's basically it. <laughs> that's I've, not the I've same. been to Japan. Oh, I know it's not the same at all. Jamaica's gorgeous. Yes. And as long as you're not in Kingston. Yeah, don't don't go to Kingston. There's a lot of organized crime and and thefts and stuff, isn't there in Jamaica? A lot of violent crime and violent and crime, yeah. Robbery and stuff, yeah. Not yeah. so organized. I mean, I guess I'm bad, but life is cheap there. The the beauty about organ, yeah, you, you, there there will sometimes be a body just like randomly in in and around Kingston, but like. The the beauty about organized crime, generally speaking, is it doesn't really truly affect people like us that often. It's mostly no. they've got bigger things to deal with. Yeah, because they're they're competing with bigger organizations as well, and they're competing against well, things like the tax man and <laughs> the cops. Yeah, like they're, they're the corporate they're the corporations of the crime world, right? Like they, and it's funny because it's funny because like usually if you got a town where there's a lot of organized crime, there's generally a lot of peace. Um, like crime is actually lower because if you try and do something within a neighborhood, you'll get caught out by the thugs before you get caught out by the police and they'll make something happen to you. They'll either hire you or they'll, they'll, yeah, they don't want, they don't want any small independent businesses hustling up on their turf. Right. That's right. The that's exactly it. Control their profit margins. So. That's right. That's exactly it. Same thing happened with, um, I heard this, I don't know if it's true, and maybe I've talked about it on the podcast before, but anyway, um, in Guelph, Ontario, where I went to school, I know you like to make fun of me for it, but uh, a lot of the Toronto Mafia, allegedly, a lot of the Toronto Mafia retired to uh, Guelph, Ontario. And they say that uh, Guelph, Ontario is one of the safest cities in Canada to live in, and that uh, might have something to do with it because all their grandkids and stuff are all growing there. up in Guelph. No, what? nobody lives in Guelph. It's like you and five cows. No, That's why I don't live safe. in Guelph. I don't live in Guelph. Guelph is a bustling town. It's a nice little town. Bustling. Yeah, on market Sundays when the friggin' it's farmers like, do their cattle drives. It's like, it's like if you took Kingston and you removed it from the 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 triad that is Ottawa, Montreal, and Toronto. And all you, you yeah. had was Toronto nearby. That's what Guelph is like. I mean, you did just say it's like taking Kingston, which is a decent town, and removing it from proximity to Montreal and Ottawa and only being closer to Toronto, which has got to be a win. Yeah. Like, Ottawa's full of bureaucrats. And Montreal yes. is just Montreal. Like, hopefully, we can just blow the bridges to that island and let them go chaotic. <laughs> That's so funny hearing that from an English-speaking person who also happens to speak French. Yeah, but I'm not a I'm not a Montrealese. Because more people speak English in Montreal. Like, well, I don't say they, I wouldn't say they, more of them speak than uh, French speakers in Montreal. But there is a common thing is the further east you get from uh, Montreal, the more Quebecois it gets. Yeah. Like the West Island's pretty English and stuff. But Right. So we're the Eastern Townships. I'm missing the whole point of this conversation. Drink. Well, how about... Are we playing a drinking game now? <laughs> are we playing a drinking game? You missed the whole it point of this conversation. 
The point can't could, could not come fast enough. It's yeah. like washing 2001. Ugh. Space Odyssey. <laughs> Isn't it that it was a baby at the end or something? There's a monolith. You're a monolith. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. Whiskey's drunk. Yep. <laughs> He is shit-faced. That's probably a good time to end it there because we've been going for about an hour and a half now. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You guys take care. Yeah. Hey, hey, Whiskey, do you want to summarize so you can educate and inspire? Um, Yes, let's summarize. What are we talking about? Well, I tried to to take (laughs) notes. (laughs) We talked... (laughs) We talked about weekly routines. We talked about Netflix video streaming services, uh, Uh, small businesses. Your summary summary must include don't cut your own hair. Don't feel bad for wearing nothing but sweatpants. Hopefully that doesn't become a fashion trend when this ends, because if I don't see some girls in summer dresses at some point this summer, I'm going to go mad and, um, you know, get a cleaning lady. Plebs. Oh, and plebs, don't spend your money on a TV. Why don't you just call them peasants? <laughs> I mean, because plebs just, basically means peasant. I mean, surf, I can afford yeah, a surf, cleaning lady. Serfs and peasants, Why can't the you? With the problem with calling them peasants or serfs is that, like, that implies they provide me something and they <laughs> do the exact opposite. <laughs> they just clog up the man. roads and they're beating down cars. Ugh. Don't spend them. <laughs> But but you realize the rest of uh, the employers of fucking Canada have sent their employees home with pay, but you are the exception. Yes, I make oh. my plebs work for me, even despite the pandemic. <laughs> Don't spend that government grant on a on a TV that just lowered in price at Costco. Spend it by coming and working for me as as my maid. <laughs> Spend it on better cleaning supplies, Veronique. <laughs> you lost me, buddy. Sick of, sick of my house smelling like pine saw. <laughs> Change it up. Change it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Whiskey. Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> Listen, as penance, go wear your underwear on your head and run around your work area. But that would just be like Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So right now, <laughs> so it's going to be fun to edit. It's going to be super fun to edit. Yeah, you got a lot of whiskey off and dude over there. You still want to go to your head like my liquor. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh boy. Maybe you should bottle that in smaller bottles, bro. <laughs> so I have a problem. So I have a problem and I'll share it with you guys. So I have too many friends that have stills now and I literally have like almost like 50 liters of moonshine at 80% alcohol content. What the hell do I do with it? Ship some here. Yeah, send it here. <laughs> yes. But it's like a, a class substance where you can't send it by mail. Oh, yeah, you're right. So wait for the pandemic to end and then drive it here. 
<laughs> I'll if power I could, my car I'd... by it. <laughs> there you go. There's a use. I would say uh, if I could, I would take a drive out and uh, and drop it off and. I wouldn't visit, but I would just wave at you and drop it off at your front step. Yeah, drop like it last time. Just like last time? Yeah, just like last time. Anyways, so let's uh, educate and inspire. Uh, oh so we talk about just coping with what's going on. Um, as, long, as long as you're not slapping the volleyball, calling it Wilson, and pretending the handprint is uh, an inflection of yourself, you're good to go. Um Realize cutting your own hair is, is, is kind of intriguing. But if you do do it, like I do, don't do it. It's a fun, ex- it's a fun experience. Don't and do you it. Don't what? do it. The only, compl- <laughs> the only one that's going to complain about it is your wife. Um, if you make your own shine, it's a good time. Um, Zang Thang gum is what makes hand sanitizer really uh, affordable. Um, and realize that if you're hiring your uh you're firing your health inspector or your health advisor at this time you're probably an idiot so um hang tight guys it's gonna be a fun times and if you're bored invest rock (laughs) and on that note (laughs) for all those people that need their xanthine gum you heard it here first <laughs> Don't fire your inspectors. They're not all gold records, folks. <laughs> I am trying. Okay, I gotta go. Talk about all right. Yeah, Bye. have a good weekend. Bye. <laughs> this is the end. Beautiful friend. This is the end. My only friend, the end of our elaborate plans, the end. Of what would an episode named From the Heart of Darkness be without a tune from Apocalypse Now? Jim Morrison and the Doors providing the intro to Francis Ford Coppola's work of art is a unique way to start a movie, but it sets the tone like no other. Anyway, don't worry, whiskey is okay. He just had some particularly strong beer that he and a mutual friend of ours made. I'm sure it'll be addressed in the next episode. Cognac and I will make sure of it. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your weekly dose of whiskey and rocks, whether it's Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can help us out even more if you spread the word and share us on Facebook or on Twitter. Um... The link is in the description. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for more 320 Club.